Fave Chicks. It's your girl Day. I'm Benifa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl, girl Secrets. Secrets. So what's up, ladies? How y'all doing? Hey, doing good. How y'all doing, girl? I guess today I'm gonna be sharing a story with the world. So um during this whole quarantine thing, and I know I mentioned it on a previous podcast, um, I challenged myself to braid, put box braids in my whole head. Um, Come on and bless Jesus. Yeah, I was just looking at it. I was like, you know what? I'm home. I don't really have nothing else to do. I know how to do them, but I've never done all of them in my head. So let me challenge myself. And so I did it. And then um, let me challenge myself. Yeah, let you know, it, it, it came out good. I think I think I'm, I'm challenging. I'm, yeah, it it, it came out pretty good. It did. Um, issue with it from well it really wasn't an issue i uh i ended up showing one of my friends and i was just like hey look at my box sprays like i did them all by myself you know i'm so super proud <laughs> and they was just like girl um so what you gonna do when you go back to work and i was just like what you mean they was like you know box sprays are not a professional hairstyle and i was like what what do you mean like box braids aren't right. considered a professional hair? she was like yeah like you know most of the time when people see box braids they consider them to be ethnic and so i was like well it can't be any more ethnic than my afro that i wear (laughs) (laughs) on a consistent basis and so they was like yeah but it was like it's kind of different you know and so funny thing was we actually met up at um you know our spot and the when I spot. when I came in, Sade was like, "Ooh, Dang. look at you here!" Really? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sade's like, "Ooh, look at you here!" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And so I don't know how we end up getting on the topic of the box sprays being professional or unprofessional, but we, we end did. up getting. On. I think you kind of shared the story, or yeah. you said something. Okay. She shared like a little bit. She okay. said something. Yeah. I know we ended up getting on the topic. We did. And so I was like, yeah, they were saying box braids are not professional. And I'm not going to call nobody out. I don't know if they're going to admit to it. But, you know, so one of the persons within the group <laughs> was just like, it's not professional. And I was like, what you mean? Right. It was like, me. It I is. got blue hair. <laughs> it, it was, was like, me. <laughs> and I got braids. So there's only one other person. I, I, I didn't say anything. I got braids on my head. I didn't That's say anything. Fine. It was me. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna put them out there. You know, but anyway, they was like, "Yeah, it is ethnic," and I was like, "How is it ethnic? You or know? urban? Or urban? urban?" I think she said urban. Um, and then uh, so it literally, I thought it would be like a great conversation to have right. about hair and hair types and how you know one particular hair type is considered to be professional and then another mm-hmm. hair type is not considered to be professional. And I. Honestly, like I was trying to think of like different content to put on my style well page. And as I was going through these different conversations with you all and like friends, I was like, this is gonna be a fantastic topic for me mm-hmm. to talk about Absolutely. on my style well page. And so I began to read up different articles. And there was one particular article that was saying, um, there's nothing wrong with box bot bra- box But there's nothing <laughs> wrong with box braids. It's just that when you wear them in an office setting, you should wear them in a bun. Yeah. And I told you. I was like I never right. wear and mine that's down. We said, yeah. I yeah. always wear it in a bun when right. I work. So Denisa and I are rocking our box braids right now, right now, and Denisa was saying the same thing. She yeah. said, you know, when you go to work, you wear yours. I never wear them down. In in a right. And so I'm trying to figure out why is it, and these are like two-part questions, right? But why do we feel like we have to adjust ourselves to make others feel comfortable with us being who 
God has just organically made us. And I'm not saying that God creates us with box braids, but box braids is definitely a part of our culture. It's a part of our vibe. Mm -hmm. You know, it is something that you see a lot on African-American women. But I feel like a lot of times when it comes to our hair, it is always a sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. And we always feel like we have to adjust to make others feel I'm ready to let loose. (laughs) So what's your thing? Um, Okay, so I feel like professionally, there are certain rules that were set in place, I don't know how long ago, um, especially based off of African and American women's hair on what we can and cannot do. I know braids for a fact was a rule. Um, Dreadlocks was a rule. Um, Also at one point, afros were a rule. I I was looking at something on the evolution of hair. I think it was something that Kiki Palmer uh, and the show that she's on, Strahan and Sarah and yeah, Kiki, in the morning. Um, they did like an evolution of hair type of thing. And um, at one point, even when it came to the Afro, they encouraged African-American women to start straightening their hair in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to excel professionally, you had to either straighten your hair with you know the pressing comb or get a relaxer. So I feel like it started there. Um, in the professional workplace of the different rules that were set in place. And then as a society, we started evolving to those rules, um, which is unfortunate. I think um, it, it's so deep, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's like, do we want to get that deep? But mm-hmm. I, I really, truly feel like, you know, when you look at it, we were never really... Um, I'm not going to say valued or accepted in the workplace. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we already had to fight so hard to get in. Mm-hmm. And then once you got in, it was like, okay, you can be here, but th- you need to look like us. Yep. And it slowly but surely, can, you know, that's the standard. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about it, um, even in, you know, I have some friends that work in, in other office settings and we got in a conversation and she was very passionate when she was explaining, she was like, there's nobody else that looks like her. Mm-hmm. So because, you know, she is that one person that's mm-hmm. in her office, which is so unfortunate because I spoke to that and then speaks to a different conversation exactly. because even outside of your workplace, there should be some type of diversity. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like they're clearly an issue with someone or black women in their hair means that you are just not aware. You know what I mean? Like you can't, I mean, Mm -hmm. you can pick up a magazine. It's just all, it's everywhere now, but it's sad that it's 2020 and there are now being rules in place that says you you can't control a person's hair in a workplace. Mm -hmm. California just passed it. Just now. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. that, you know, we're speaking on a subject and it's so deep, but when you think about it, we were never really, you know, allowed in the workplace. And if we were, it was, you're a janitor or you're, you know, you're Mm -hmm. cleaning the workplace. Let's go even further beyond the workplace though. Like even slavery, like we, we had to adapt to European standards. Yeah. Like European beauty was the The standard. Not even, let me just be straight up. It's not even was, it still is. There is still a, a image or a perception or a, I mean, we had a conversation, I had a conversation recently with one of my friends where she is having to deal with the European standard, even with Frozen and her daughter. And her daughter is looking at Elsa, you know, in her beautiful blonde hair. And it's like, why can't I have that? Why don't I have that? Mommy, what's up with my hair? What's wrong with my hair? Mm -hmm. My hair isn't long enough and all of that. So I feel like it's, it it goes deep. It goes very deep and yeah. But... (laughs) For me, when I think about it, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the whole topic of slavery, 
because I actually took an African-American studies class when I was in college. And um, there was one topic we talked about that was saying that in slavery, a lot of times they looked at African-American women hair as sort of like um, sort of like a, a glory in a way. Mm-hmm. And so as a means of punishment, if an mm. African-American woman used to do something against the slave owner, they would literally shave her hair mm. um, wow. as a, a means of punishment. So I, I think to my mind, it's so funny how back then in that day, they saw the hair as, as our glory, as our glory yeah. and as a means of punishment, they would shave it. But it's still kind of like we're living in that shaved mentality. Mm. Because when we begin to put, for me, I can only speak to myself. And I know some women, every hair type is different. But for me, when I was putting chemicals in my hair or I would try and straighten my hair to make myself kind of blend in with everybody, mm-hmm. my hair was so damaged. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, my hair, yeah. my the ends of my hair looked like they were throwing up gang signs. <laughs> like, it was just straight and like... Sticking off, it was just—it was terrible. But I appreciate your honesty with that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but for me, it's always been a sensitive topic, and um, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I'm getting to a place right now where I just don't give a care. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm gonna rock this afro. Right. I'm gonna rock these braids. You're gonna have to just accept me for the talent that I bring to the table. And if my hair is a big distraction for you as it concerns that, then I'm not in the right place. Yeah. Right? You know, because I'm so tired of having to every five years start over with my hair growth because I don't straighten my hair every day or right. put yeah. heat on my hair every day. Like it my hair just doesn't operate like that. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my mom, I was like, since I literally started to embrace naturally who I am and mm. my hair type and the way that it grows and the way that it maneuvers, my hair has grown tremendously. Mm. And I don't show my hair often because I do love a little bit of weave. But I will <laughs> say, I will say when I am in the comfort of my home and I am like washing my hair, my hair is bra strap length. Mm. I just choose not to wear my hair because I feel like in me wearing my hair, I have to do some manipulation with it. I'd yeah. rather just put, you know, ding hair in there. <laughs> And make it look like you know what I want it to look like. If I want, that's why I think wigs are amazing. Because if I want straight hair, I just put a little wig on there, you know, and rock it straight. If I want to wear an afro, I can't wear my hair in the afro. But I think as African American women, we have the privilege to be to diversify, you know, our styles and our looks. And I I hate the fact that I feel like all women can do it. I think we are more Mm. acceptive of it and we do it, but I think they can do it too. They just choose not to, or what they choose Mm -mm. to do is within the same standard. Because when they try when they try dreadlocks, that is not the move. I mean, but they can do it. I'm saying you have the freedom to do that if you so choose. But see, it may I not look like ours. Look. I feel like they put rules. They put rules on themselves as, as themselves Definitely. as well. That's my point. And they put um, because it's like it's blonde, it's brunette, yeah, or it's a red, it's red. and they or have this a rainbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then even that, I, you got to phase that out. Yeah. Like if your if your hair is colored blue, purple, orange, rainbow, whatever in their the, community, their, their community, world, you're an outcast. You're or, you're you're looked yeah. at as different, but blonde is the beauty standard. Yeah. So they have their you know sections as well. They so. do. I do want to make sure that we touch on this too because it when you when you think about you know we're talking about braids and we're talking about this, but even in our community because Sade probably gets a lot of flack because people think her hair is fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your hair can naturally grow and be, and then still not be okay yeah. within your own That's community true. or someone else outside looking at your hair and not, you know, it's still an issue. There's always an I issue agree. with hair. I agree. Um, you true. know, being a hairstylist and seeing just all of the different 
I guess, types of hair and all of that, I've definitely, I've had clients who have had hair as long as Sade's or even longer. And um, I've had other clients be like, that's not all her hair. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I literally just pressed out her hair. What are you <laughs> like, telling I me? I, I literally just went like this, parted <laughs> all that hair. How are you going to tell me that's not all her hair? Yeah. How she get her hair that long? It they got my grew. Colleagues. Right. It, it, it grew. Like, it grows like this. Yeah, that's, that, it comes out of her scalp. And it, I'm sitting there having to argue with grown women on somebody's hair that grows out of their scalp. But that's the crazy thing to me. I feel like <laughs> it's, a it's like, brand. yeah, because Shardé has a beautiful texture hair. She, you really do. And Thanks. you know, you know you got it. I, that's why I'm sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has beautiful hair. Ain't said but, nothing. <laughs> but I feel like, but your hair at its curly state is very wavy. It is. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. wavy. But I feel like a lot of times if they see a, a black girl and she has coily hair, yeah. she got to be mixed with something. Or they, or, or they don't think that her hair can grow can that long. long. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm going to be honest, I used to have that thought because it's, it's because I was true. putting so many chemicals in my hair, my hair, were, it used to just stop at shoulder length. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I used to be like, okay. And then it wasn't until I had a cousin, a cousin. <laughs> and we have um, her dad and my dad are brothers. Okay. So, first you know, cousin. right. First cousins. Gotcha. So I start seeing her, you know, her texture of hair. And I was like, hold up now. You ain't, that far, right. Right. <laughs> you ain't that far off now from the jeans. Mm-hmm. So I literally started to pay attention as to like what she was doing. And she was, she's five years younger than me. Okay. So, um, whereas I was getting perms and stuff, she was still wearing her little plaits with the, you know, the barrettes at the end right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, I had to realize it's not, my hair is not the issue. Right. It's me. Yes. You know, I'm mm-hmm. continuing trying to manipulate my hair to fit Stressing in. it out. To do something yeah. that it does not mm-hmm. naturally do. And, it, yeah. and at that time, I was like in cheerleading and stuff like that. And so I feel for like the little girls who are trying to get into extracurricular activities. Because if you are like in cheerleader, or if, and I was in pageants, yeah. there's a certain look that yeah. they mm-hmm. want you to portray. Absolutely. And it's so funny because... Um, I, I remember being a cheerleader and we were preparing for competition and even the way that they would like position us in our windows for competition. Yeah. So my black girl will always kind of end up in the back, back, you know, and keep the, the light skin. Like I, and that, this is no shade, but I, I'll never forget. There was one <laughs> I particular. I wish I could see her. Listen, there was one particular <laughs> competition and y'all see how skinny I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously I should be a flyer because mm-hmm. I am very lightweight right. and I'm very skinny, but there was this sister and she she's lighter in complexion, but she was heavier. Mm-hmm. And he made her a flyer. <laughs> and I'm like, Bruh. who gonna lift that up? Right. <laughs> Seriously. And we kept dropping her. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, why isn't it working? Because she big. Right. Because she not a flyer. That's mm-hmm. why, sir. But well, I not think, big, but she's larger than right. flyer. Right. But I think, I think it comes, it's like it develops into like a deeper conversation yeah, yeah. as to like, why do you look at African-American women and you say, okay, I hate to bring this up, but there was like a, a love and hip hop thing where this guy was doing this rap and he said, light skin is, is the, the right, right skin, skin. So you, you, you and, you, and your, your white friend and your white friend. Wow. And that was like a huge topic during that time because it was like, holy crap. Like, and he was a black man saying yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, why is it that when you look at an African-American woman and you see her hair texture and you see what organically is her, you find some type of flaw unless she doesn't fit in within, you know, this stereotype. Yeah. Um, I remember 
One of my clients asked me, you know, when they found out I was having a daughter, they were like, when would you allow her to have a relaxer? Now, I have a relaxer. Um, it's by choice. I wear my hair short. Naturally, if my hair is natural, I can't get it to be to lay down the way right. it is. So I choose to wear a relaxer. Um, and I straight up told her, I was like, when she get out of my house, <laughs> like just because I have a relaxer doesn't mean that I'm going to push that on my child. Right. And I told her straight up, I was like, um, unfortunately, a lot of young girls at a very young age are being forced or have been forced in the past to get relaxers. Like, I got a relaxer when I was 10. Yep. And it tore my hair up. up. It's funny that you said that because my mom did that. And she that's one thing that she says to me. She's like, I, and I was in kindergarten or I was a baby. Mm-hmm. I was a baby. I was, yep. I was like six. And she says, that's the one thing I regret was my putting a relaxer the same in your thing. hair. She was like, because it just took it. She was like, your hair was so thick. I just didn't mm-hmm. know what to do with it. Yep. Yep. I just didn't know what to didn't do with it. Didn't know what to do with it. you know yep. what? That, I mean, we're talking about our parents. That mm-hmm. wasn't that long ago. And they're saying that they didn't know what to do with yeah. their hair. Yeah. So because I, back then, never... there was no hair education on mm. natural hair. There was first of all, there wasn't even there wasn't even YouTube. Yeah. So there was yeah. no way. Like right now, even me, I will go on YouTube and look up little yeah. styles for two year olds and whatnot. Pinterest, I got a whole Pinterest board on styles of how to you know take care of Haven's hair. Right. But they didn't have that. So I mean. I, I remember I got the relaxer at 10. All my hair basically broke off. We had to grow it back. I, I had to get braids, box yeah. braids, all of that. We grew it back. It was cool. And then I think when I either got into middle school or going into high school, I got another relaxer. But by then, I was going to the hair, hair salon and, you know, we were... I was going to the hair salon, and then when I got into high school, I ended up working at a hair salon. Mm. So that way, with me working at a hair salon, my hair is being taken care of too, and then eventually I graduated, and I knew how to take care of my hair myself, relaxed, and like now I have color in my hair, and people be trying to figure out why my hair not in the in the shampoo bowl, and I'm like, (laughs) well, you got to remember, I am a licensed cosmetologist, so I know how to manipulate these chemicals, but just the fact that... I'm like, with my child personally, I'm going to educate her on how to embrace her her hair, her natural hair, how it grows out of her head. But when she gets to an age where she'd be like, I want to get a relaxer or I want to cut all my hair off like yours, I want to do a pixie or whatever, you could do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to educate you and give you the right tools, you know, in the beginning so you could know better than what I knew when I was younger i'm trying to find this picture so my mother and it's probably like it's at least six or seven of her and her first cousins and they're in the picture and they all have these beautiful afros Mm -hmm. like they are big and you know they're just gorgeous and you just see them standing there all so confident and that that was my question to her i'm like when i saw the picture i'm like well if y'all look like this why did you feel the need to you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. why did i have to look a certain kind of way Mm. you know and then she was like well social pressure it is and my mom's when y'all know how everybody parent has a saying my mother would go like you know you just can't be out here looking like a throwaway child and I'm like well what you mean like you know if you do my hair I don't look like a throwaway child mm-hmm. but I think that too is the perception that if your child's hair is in a certain mm-hmm. way yeah you know then they look as though they aren't being cared for properly it it I will say definitely yeah because um it made me think of blue ivy <laughs> yeah and how they dogged her <laughs> okay like yeah. they dogged Beyonce over blue ivy having if her edges was unruly they yeah. said something and I 
it's unfortunate, but I, I can agree. Like, I've experienced that or I see that even with my child. Like, it's like you, like, I would pick Haven up from school and we might go to the store afterwards. And I see how people look at her. Because after school, she looked like a different person than when I dropped her <laughs> off. And I would, see, I would see how people would look at her like, oh, she look like she don't take care of her daughter. Mm-hmm. Or the com- I've seen people's comments be like on social media about other women. Oh, you sitting there, you looking all put together and your baby just looking whatever. And I'm like, first of all, you have no idea what we go through as parents when we sit there and we put their hair in the ponytails and we do what we want, da 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 And then five minutes after, your child is rolling all over the floor. Yeah. And just basically messing up what you just did, but you're giving off this, um, you know, judgment of, oh, your child looks unruly, so that means you don't take care of them. So, so yeah. I, have, I have a question for you, Denisa, because yes. um, you said that, you know, you do have your box braids in now, but you say you still feel the need to wear your hair in a, pon- in a, in bun. a bun. Yes. Um, do you think you would ever change that? I mean, I have worn it down um, to work before, but I, I definitely got the the looks and the whole like, oh, and then there are some clients that um, that are older and they were like, why don't you ever wear it down? And I'm like, you know, I don't know. How I don't, you know, and instead of me saying I don't feel comfortable to wear my hair down yeah. because mm-hmm. they were very open to like, she was like, oh, you look so nice. Why don't you wear your hair down more often? You know, and it was like. Because y'all don't accept it. That was wanted to be. But then again, I felt stupid because she clearly does accept it. I think sometimes. I just don't. So do you think, think? So. I don't and, understand how. Okay. Your braids go all the way down to your butt, right? Yes, they do. But let's say someone else, another culture, their hair goes all the way down to their butt. Even our culture. If a, if a black woman hair goes down to her butt or straight no braids. Why is that accepted versus braids? The only thing is the hair is braided together. Like I don't, I don't know. My mind is not clicking in that. I don't get it. I don't understand the difference. I, I, I actually shared this conversation with a friend of mine and she was saying she feels like it's media. She said a lot of times if you see uh, box braids on the media, it's usually the ghetto girl. And mm-hmm. she brought up the instance with um, Felicia off of Friday. And then and the other like, girl. Felicia. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And they, she was saying, or Byron uh, with Tyler Perry movie. Mm-hmm. She wore box braids on that particular um, movie. So she was saying that usually media portrays an ethnic woman mm-hmm. to have box braids or with the braids with the beads on it. And you never really see I think the only portrayal of a woman a professional woman a professional woman that I saw with and that really wasn't profession that was I was gonna say Wakanda with Black Panther but that, I mean that's they, it that's it you don't really hmm. that's true hmm. you don't you don't see that and that was too um, when we start the conversation is kind of something I wanted to touch on is uh whenever you were saying that it's like when you're in a workplace and that goes, I didn't want to veer off into a different conversation. But either way, when you're in a workplace and you're in a professional setting, sometimes you strive so hard to just make sure that you're a, there's already a different type of pressure when you're a black woman in a professional work setting where majority of your peers are white and majority of your peers are men or the majority of your clients that you're working with are of a certain affluence and influence and they are white males. I'm not even talking about white women. White women is a whole different, that's a different conversation. But when we're talking about white males specifically, there's already the, I, I I'm going to speak to myself, period. I feel a different type of pressure to make sure that my, I'm always presented and I look a certain type of way, meaning um, I'm always dressed professionally, 
you know what I mean? I, 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 it wasn't as of recently where I felt like I could be more myself where I, you know, I'd be sarcastic or, you know what I mean? Or I give pushback or that. And I've been at my role. I've been in my, at this company almost three years, but it was probably the last maybe three, four months where it was more of a, okay, you know what? This is just is what it is. You know what I mean? And this is what I bring to the table. And, but it wasn't until I saw that they valued it where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just, this is just who I am. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that there's already that I do. I have to not be that stereotype. I feel like when I come to work, I have to be very professional. I have to make sure I meet my deadlines. I feel all this additional pressure yeah. to show up when I show up. So adding, I'm not trying to add my hair. That's a whole other part to the equation that I'm not even trying to deal with. I don't even, that's not even something I care to discuss at the moment. Mm. Performance, making sure I show up, making sure that you understand, you know, that I operate in integrity, that I, you know, and mine too comes from a different space because I don't have a degree and I spoke on that already. Mm-hmm. So I'm already, there's already so many things that I feel like I'm fighting or that I have to face to prove something that I, the hit my hair is the last of my concern. I'm just not going to deal with it right now. But I, I, And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. I mean, I see your point, but I think it's just, and I'm speaking from a person that does have a degree. I think you still feel the pressure. Like, Mm -hmm. and I understand you saying like, oh, but what about the girl that doesn't have, I can understand what you're saying, but in the end of the day, when we all standing in line, I'm a black girl, you a black girl. Yeah, I agree. And so it doesn't matter if you could be the, the dopest, you know, person that you possibly could be in your profession. In the end of the day, they are going to see your skin complexion before they see anything else and I try and I I try and change the way that I think about that because I feel like sometimes am I putting the pressure on myself you know is it is it more me subconsciously you know making this an issue and my peers are not and I and then you know I try and maneuver the way I kind of interact with my peers only to then be asked can I touch your hair or who you like a different employee Again today, Lauren, this no, week. No, I do not. My face is the same. You know, you start getting those comments, and then it, it brings you back to the place of, okay, no, it wasn't just me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's potentially y'all. I have yeah. a question for Denisa. Yes. When you take your braids out, yes. do you feel comfortable in wearing your hair natural to work? I've actually never worn my hair in this natural state. And I think I was telling you my hair is so, to your point, when I started at this particular company, I did my research. And I won't say that anybody told me this. Nobody, when I went to work, said anything. Uh, Okay, nobody, when I, you know, started the job, said anything. But I did my research, and it's a very conservative company, southern Mm -hmm. company, whatever the case may be. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to straighten my hair. I straightened my hair from an interview, and three years later, I was still straightening my hair. Mm. And um, I did have a a supervisor. She literally asked me, because I was showing pictures when it was short and blonde. I was like, I think I'm going to go back to this. And she was like, why don't you just wear your hair like that to work? That was her saying, and then I was like, "Ooh, so this is coming from me?" Because mm-hmm. nobody had that conversation with me. Mm-hmm. I came uh, what, uh, during the interview, though. I was dressed a certain way, and um, my supervisor at that time that hired me, she was like, "You know, you may want to dress a little down because where you are right now, you're not in a traditional setting." Because I worked inside of you know at the bank inside of the public, so the, I guess they viewed them as lesser. But oh. I still wore my blazer, I had my heels, mm-hmm. I had my skirt, I had everything, mm-hmm. and she was like, "You know, you're kind of a little too dressed up." You need to kind of dress it down. And I was like, I feel oh, like that okay. was a personal thing. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah. okay. You know, so that would too, you know, played into how I dressed and when I came to work. It mm-hmm. was a, it's a whole lot. It's a mm-hmm. lot. It's a lot. Gotcha. But yes, I did the same thing, Lauren. I straightened my hair 
straighten my hair, straighten my hair, and it was heat damage, and that's when I yeah. said, I gotta cut it, I gotta cut it, I gotta cut it, I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna work, get braids, and then I'm gonna grow it out, and then I'm gonna cut it and start over. Yeah. Because, you know, and, but there's nobody to blame. I can't specifically say I encountered someone who had an issue with my hair, because I didn't. Yeah. So that was coming from me. Yeah, I think, I think for me, it's just all about the encouragement from us as women, to, mm-hmm. you know, to our fellow women, to just organically be who you are. Yeah. You know, if you want to wear your hair in an afro, Wear your hair in an afro, you know, if you want to wear it in box braids, wear it in box braids. Like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and I, it took me a while to really get to that place. Um, I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, all the different hair phases I have gone through, yeah. you know. and short like, and relaxed. It's, yeah. It's a bunch, it's just, you know, you go through. And it, can, it honestly can make you depressed a little <laughs> yeah. bit. So I'm like, I remember, and I know I had additional stress, but I remember when I graduated with my master's degree. And um, I was getting sew-ins quite often. So where my leave-out was, which is usually, I usually would do like a side part mm-hmm. or a center part. Yeah. My leave-out had was so damaged. Mm-hmm. When I pulled it, it barely touched my eyebrows. Wow. It was just that damaged. It was just, it's just barely there to cover it. Yes. Yeah, and bit. I was just like, yep. what the heck? Yeah. And then I saw the rest of my hair because I never would do anything with the rest of my hair. Yeah. I wouldn't straighten or anything, I would just leave it at its natural state, and that's flowing down my back. Yeah. So I'm over here looking like a mullet because <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. top of my head is super short and the back of my hair is super long. And I was just like, no, time out for that. Right. You that's- know, I'm in my late 20s now. I'm tired of constantly going through this cycle of, okay, I start a new job. I got to make you feel comfortable now. Yeah. Let me straighten my hair again. You know, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I remember um, applying for this job and I wore my afro. Um, but I was like, I'm, I'm going to make sure I wear a bad outfit though. You know, even though I'm wearing this, right. this, this <laughs> and, um, I didn't get the job and I was just like, I wonder, did I not get the job? Because I because had of your hair. Cause that was the first time I had ever sat in an interview with my Afro. How mm-hmm. did you feel? I felt free. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt free and I honestly, I, I felt at peace about it because I prayed. I was like, Lord, if this position isn't for me, then don't let me get it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was sitting there, and you can kind of see the eyes shift mm-hmm. to your head. Yeah, mm. they'll look at they'll look at your portfolio, look at you in your face, and then no, the eyes no. go up. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it it definitely makes you feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I have to like continue to replay in my mind like this has nothing to do with this firm. This has nothing to do with these people. Right. This has everything to do with me and what makes me comfortable, right? you know, because I'm like, the Lord didn't make my hair this way or the Lord didn't um, make me like enjoying wearing my Afro for, you know, right. Mm -hmm. Any old reason, you know, I have a question. Were you about to say something? I was, but I was going to flip it. So I don't want to, I was too. I wanted to, cause I wanted to ask Charday something. What were you going to say? I was going to, because, you know, we're talking about natural hair And one thing that I've noticed in the hair industry, natural hair is like, especially now, um, it's more marketed. It's very much more marketed. um, From it started like a few years ago, um, that it just became very heavy. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate the campaigns of, um, uh, you know, encouraging Black women, especially to encourage their hair in its natural state. But I've always had the argument of. not putting that pressure so much on women that they felt like 
something is wrong with me because I choose not to wear my natural hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I've because, always loved your short, relaxed, and happy. Yeah. You and that's I mean? why so I... I like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that is where that shirt... That shirt came out of that. Um, and because I'm a, a big advocate for that. Like when I... Because I've had to, you know, talk to clients and... Because you hairstylists, we counselors. <laughs> but like literally counsel them and have conversations of... Um, you know, well, I feel pressured to go natural and, and I'm like, but why? Right. Like, why are you feeling pressured to go natural? Well, because such and such, such and such, or I have a particular friend out of all her friends in the group, she's the only person with a relaxer, only person. And all of her friends, they love each other. They love her, but they will make little comments. We going to get you. We gonna get you watch. Okay. You about to yeah watch one one day. You gonna you gonna go natural, and it's like, but what is this? Why? Right. Why is it such? Why is it so important to you on how she wears her hair? Yeah. Just because I choose to wear my hair straight, just because I choose to put a relaxer in it, be, even if I choose to put. And this is a funny thing about. Let's say someone who's natural who wears their hair with color. Mm-hmm. Your hair isn't natural, right? Because you've colored it. You <laughs> put chemicals you put in your hair. Type of, yeah, you, you put some type put of chemical in it. So, or one thing that I said, because um, I've had different lifestyle choices when it came to food. I was vegan at one point and vegetarian. I may go back, you know, depending on how I feel. But I've, I, I would be like, when somebody would try to argue with me about my relaxer, I'd be like, but. You still going to buy Popeyes, so leave me alone with my relaxer. Right. Yeah. And and you you could you you say you natural, but you ain't fully natural because you're not embracing a full lifestyle. Yeah. So I'ma sit over here as a vegan or vegetarian with my relaxer and you can have your Popeyes with, with your natural with hair. Your natural <laughs> hair. <laughs> you know, so that that I, mean, I think <laughs> I think the shaming has to stop both ways. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, do you ever feel shamed or do you ever feel like in the beginning you even said that's why I'm not not saying anything do you feel like you can't be a part of the conversation or do you feel like because your hair naturally grows this way that you are automatically excluded from conversations I do feel like I'm automatically excluded from a lot of conversations um based on my hair type um I do know for a long time I think I even was in a space because everybody else was getting relaxers where I got my hair relaxed and I didn't need to get my hair relaxed because right. it already grows yeah. pretty much straight. straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think that for me, it's it's always been like taboo where it's like when people are having a conversation, I kind of just... Yeah, yeah. But you don't need... Especially with I us, you don't need to. Um, <laughs> but there are women that probably feel the same way. That's yeah. why I'm like... Yeah, it's, I mean... Because for me, it's like what? I can I wear my it. hair one of two ways. I can wear it in its natural state where it's wavy mm-hmm. or I can straighten it and wear it, you know, straight or, or get it curled after it's flat ironed. But it's like that... That's just how my hair is. So it's like I don't feel, I guess, the pressure that some other women of color feel in a corporate setting Mm -hmm. because my hair typically will do what it is that people are desiring it it to do. Um, I think that in a corporate setting, working in corporate America, I did see the difference between how I was treated versus how someone who would wear an afro or wear braids or wear weave mm-hmm. would be treated. A weave where you would know that it's a weave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and there was a difference. Um, and I and I have to be honest about that. 
Yeah. So it's 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 very interesting. But then I also on the flip side feel like in the African American community, at a young age, I was also treated somewhat harshly mm-hmm. um, about my hair because the kids are just mean. So it's yes. like, what is what did you mix with? You know, I'm black and black, <laughs> like, right? Um, or little Indian girl, or just just different stuff. Where it's like, I'm black, mm-hmm. like. It's as many jokes as you want to make. Mm-hmm. I'm black. Right. So, and I mean, that went for me and my brothers. My youngest brother, Kirk, his hair literally grows straight up like an Asian person. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets to a certain length, it'll curl. But like, even with him, he has patches of red hair in his beard. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, why did you um, dye your beard? And he's like, I didn't. I, my my beard is red. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's red, mm-hmm. but my beard is grows, red. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So, I mean, it's and it's interesting how in the black community, it's like they oppose something being just the way something mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Like it has to be something else. It has wrong to be something else. You're doing something to it. Yeah. yeah. We don't accept ourselves. And, and I don't think people realize how things even come up in bloodlines. Like my hair is very coarse, but then it's also different hair textures depending on the location yeah, of my right. head. Around, yeah. And my grandmother's Indian. Her hair is a lot like Sade's. It skipped over my mama. It skipped over me, but I see a little bit in Haven. Haven. Because her hair, like, when I wash it, it'll shrink up a little bit like mine's. But as soon as I start combing it out, mm-hmm. or it's been in a ponytail or whatever, you'll see it just naturally straighten itself out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't do anything to it. I don't put any heat in on it or anything. So I think, like, people need to realize, because I'm pretty sure with Sade, it's like, well, let me see what your mama look like. Right. Or let me see what your dad look like. And I mean, both of them have very, I mean, good grades of hair mm-hmm. um and my mom's bloodline she's part panamanian so it's kind of like for her her hair is better or i'm not gonna say better because that gets into a whole mm-hmm. entire yeah we gotta be touchy with that because then people i'd be yeah. like girl it ain't that serious yeah but it's like her hair is straighter than mine is mm-hmm. you know what i mean and my dad's is more curly so mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's definitely interesting. I, I would love if you guys are open to it because I know we really touched on the corporate aspect of different things as an African-American woman and being a black woman in the workplace and all of that. So if you guys are open, I would love to touch on that on a, in a separate podcast. Like colorism? Yeah. I think yeah. yeah. I think yeah. has that. That's um, so, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with our scripture and our WCW. Cool. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by the Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. All right, ladies, we are back. Um, first, we're going to throw it to the scripture. Lauren has the word of the day. Come on, Pastor Wells. <laughs> um, so the scripture is coming out of Luke 12, uh, 6 through 7. And it says, what is the price of five sparrows? Oh, New Living Translation. So it says, what is the price of five sparrows? Two copper coins? Yet God does not forget a single one of them. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. 
So this scripture here is just kind of dealing with the value of who, who you are and the fact that God values you, period. He knew that when he formed you, the Bible says when he formed you in your mama's womb, he knew what kind of hair texture you was going to come out with. Well. Okay. And he knew, huh? He knew that he would have a product. Preach, preacher. To support your hair. A product. If you want to make it straight, want to make it curly, want to make it coily. Texturize it. But no, um, it does say that, you know, God just values you, period. And so value yourself because God values you. Amen. 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 All right. So we're going to go into our WCW of this week. Um, We are going to give a major shout out to... The owner of the main choice, Miss Courtney, uh, we chose her for this week because one, the main choice is an amazing product line that is literally everywhere. Yes, um, she was one of Game the changer. first female entrepreneurs to literally like get into Target as a hair, a black hair product line. Um, also, when it comes to uh, a lot of beauty supply stores, like literally changing the game of right. the beauty industry. Um, I know me personally, I definitely, I am a follower of hers. I yeah. follow her brand. I follow her as a person. I follow her as an entrepreneur, as a philanthropist. Um, she is, like, literally, she does a lot. She does. She does a lot. Like, she has um, she has uh, a, a company called Generational Advantage Fund, which is actually a $30 million fund for, for women. So, mm. like, she is creating opportunities for women. Um, I'm literally seeing her every day, like on her Instagram, blessing other people. If it's not financially, it's spiritually, it's mentally. She she's really doing a lot for the industry and paving a way for black women and female entrepreneurs like ourselves. So shout out to you, Courtney. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. And we just appreciate you. Yes, girl. Game changer. Yes. Game changer. So, um. Other than that, did you guys have any closing remarks concerning this conversation? Anything that you wanted to add before we go? Anything like that? No. No? Just wear your hair the way you want to wear your hair, ladies. Yes, definitely. Um, But wash it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And deep conditions. Please do. Thank you. Trim your ends. Yeah. yeah. Take care of it. Yes, take care of it. And if you can't, take it to somebody who can. Yes. Yeah. And don't be cheap. Everything at YouTube University. Uh oh. <laughs> some things are. You know, that's a word. Some things are. No, no, no. I, y'all, I have a whole YouTube page. I, I know. However, okay. cuts, colors, and chemicals. Do not do that on your own. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my motto cuts, colors, I and ain't chemicals. Cut color, no chemical in it. <laughs> so, um, but other than that, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, Lauren. For oh, okay. um, no, for real, because you brought it up. Like yeah. we have a long list of topics. You that, were very passionate. Yeah, about we have a long yeah, list of topics that we, jumped on me when I was like, <laughs> she had like the gun hand. She was y'all. She threw her notebook chair. down. She was half <laughs> out of the chair. Like, all, all I said was, <laughs> one cheek was on. Are you wearing your hair to work like that? That don't even sound like me, y'all, don't it? Fighting work, girl. Bye. <laughs> that don't sound like me. I'm a peacemaker. Uh, one thing about this platform is they know the real us, so they know that's how you was at. Uh, they know that ain't me. They know fool. I'm a sweetheart. But yeah. A fool is a man that says in his heart there is no God. And there is a God. So okay. <laughs> Wait, where okay. did this just go? Any exactly. Anyway, <laughs> if you guys have any hair stories, um, what is your hair story? 
please share it with us at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. You can also hit us up in the DMs, share your hair story from work, school, play, whatever. If a man tried to get you to change your hair, we let us touch, know. We ain't even touch on that. Yeah, we ain't even touch that. I thought about it, but I just yeah. I was, That's the only thing I probably could have talked about. Yeah, well, I then we're going we gonna to do a part two then, because that I one. I don't know about no whole part, yeah, that, part two. That's the a whole topic. It's a, itself, we can be though. at the show. We got some stuff. Oh about yeah, maybe yeah. Hit them. Hit them with mm-hmm. the with oh, the two. That is a good question. Okay, so that's a good Who after show topic. Going down. Y'all, after shows coming soon. So, um, but um, hit us up at savegirlsecrets at gmail.com at Save Girl Secrets on all social media platforms. Make sure and check out the YouTube channel, Cool Save Chicks, Cool Save Chicks TV. And um, that's about it. We love you guys. God bless you. And we will see y'all. Talk to y'all. We will hear from us them. again. We will see them on social media. We'll see on social media. Yeah, We've been seeing C for a whole season. See ya. Bye. Bye. Love and peace. <laughs> Good love God and peace. Bless.